You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis, joined once again by Aurora Babalu. Hello, Aurora. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, we are talking yet another episode of Fear the Walking Dead on AMC. This is episode five of the third season, Burning in Water, Drowning in Flame. We got mm-hmm. to see both of these things sort of... Uh, yeah metaphorically kind of yeah a bit yeah uh so let's run through the episode real quick and then we can talk about our feelings for this week uh Mm -hmm. russell an elderly resident of the broke jaw ranch wakes up to find his wife martha out of bed uh he approaches uh cautiously and finds that she has turned apparently martha died in her sleep perhaps i yeah yeah and He's just like, ugh. I mean, like, the way he took to it was, he was sad, but in a, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, he was kind of expecting it. It was almost like an acceptance. And he took her Mm -hmm. in, he took her into his arms, and she started biting him, although Martha has fake teeth, which she had taken out before bed. (laughs) So this poor zombie (laughs) is trying her best to kill this man, but she can't. Um, And then he creepily, creepily, creepily dances with her. I mean, I guess it's kind of sweet, maybe, because it's, you know, it's his wife or something. But Mm -hmm. he then Mm -hmm. raises a revolver to his head and shoots himself. And the bullet also goes through Martha's head as well, killing the both of them. They both fall and a lantern topples over as their bodies hit the floor. The house is set ablaze. Uh, Meanwhile, Nick... Uh, awoken by the hubbub, joins a bunch of ranchers as they try to put out the fire. Otto orders everyone to stop so they can save the water since Russell and Martha are already dead. Uh, Nick and Alicia just try to dissuade Madison from joining Troy on his mission uh, to find the team that meant wis- uh, the team that went missing to investigate the downed helicopter. Madison ignores her advice and leaves with Troy. She also encounters a guy in Troy's team who doesn't think she'll be able to handle herself. Mm-hmm. Boy, is he wrong. Yep. Uh, and they did find, like, the broiest looking guy to have that opinion as well. Some <laughs> big, bald-headed dude with a big-ass beard. Yep. They found themselves a good bro. Uh, <laughs> Jake and Alicia flirt at breakfast. Gretchen tells Alicia that Russell was one of the ranch's founding members, along with her father, Otto, and Phil. Uh, Nick brings breakfast to Luciana in the bunkhouse. She insists that they leave and find her people, but Nick hesitates. Uh, He relents eventually, though, and promises to leave with her once she's healthy enough to travel. Meanwhile, Daniel and Strand are sitting in Strand's sweet-ass car. Uh, Well, Mm -hmm. they're not really going anywhere. They're stopped as a herd is crossing the road ahead. 
And Daniel's like, come on, dude, just drive through them. And he's like, no, man, I'm not going to wreck this nice car. <laughs> I'm going to get zombie guts <laughs> all over them, dude. And he's like, uh, look, I want to see Ophelia. And Daniel's, uh, Daniel is saying this to Strand. And Strand basically admits uh, she's probably not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, come on, man, you said you said she was going to be there. Why would you say that if she's not there? I'm getting really mad and I have a gun in my hand. And uh, Strand's like, well, you, you know, I, it's, I've been gone a few days. Maybe, you know, who knows? They could people leave people go places. Uh, he was trying yeah. to talk Daniel down. And he's like, well, you know, I'll just talk to Madison and Alicia when I get there. And he's like, maybe they're gone, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who knows? Uh, yep. Alicia visits Jake at his house. And Alicia goes from flirting to sleeping with Jake very quickly. Mm-hmm. Really quickly. Uh, yep. <laughs> Troy spots a herd on the side of the road and orders his team to kill the infected. One of the militiamen argues that they should stick to their mission, but Madison agrees with Troy uh, and says that the militia should take them out. Also, I would really like to know the story behind these particular walkers. It's like a prison bus that's crashed. Yeah, it was a prison bus, yeah. It's weird that they've just stuck around this prison bus for so long. Like, I feel like (laughs) these prisoner guys... Like, many of them were still chained up and stuff. I feel like this must have happened, like, early on. And they've just... They haven't wandered away from their prison bus. That's true. Uh, Let me see here. Where are we? Uh, Nick visits the ruins of Russell's home and finds a photo of Russell and Martha. Alicia dresses herself after sleeping with Jake. They discuss books. Jake offers to loan her his favorite Charles Bukowski novel, but she explains that she used to enjoy poetry and art, but no longer sees the point in these things in this post-apocalyptic world. What use is there for poetry and art and reading Aurora when there's nothing Mm -hmm. but zombies and destruction everywhere? Yeah. Uh, Nick starts to rebuild Russell's house. Otto watches his efforts and then decides to pitch in among the ruins. Otto comes upon Russell's gun He marvels at the gun, calls it a beautiful tool. But Nick is leery of the gun and all it represents. Hmm. Uh, Troy's team arrives at the helicopter crash site only to discover that whomever shot it down had also dragged it away. They find shells from a gun owned by Phil and deduce that Phil engaged the assailants before retreating to his outpost. Troy's team drives to the outpost, and on the way, Troy and Madison talk about those they have lost. Madison confides that seeing the place where Travis died shook her. She wonders if Troy grieved for his mother after she died. Troy declares that dead people are dead. Very insightful. Uh, (laughs) That is a fact, Troy. Yeah. Troy, 2017. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt or a meme of some sort. Yes. At a pit stop on the way to Rosarito Beach Hotel, Daniel asks Strand why he left the hotel. Strand explains that he wanted to broker a deal with Dante for water. Daniel doubts the story, causing Strand to lash out. Uh, While working on Russell's house, Otto confides to Troy that, uh, that Troy would have uncontrollable crying fits as a child in the midst of these fits. Otto's wife locked Troy in the basement. Otto and his wife were drunk and forgot about Troy until the next morning when they finally let Troy out. He wasn't mad. He just apologized to his father. 
Mm-hmm. Man, this, this kid has gone through some weirdness. Uh, yeah. Nick mentions that Luciano wants them to leave the ranch with her, but Madison wants him to stay. Otto asks Nick what he wants for himself. Uh, Troy's group arrives at the outpost to find a pile of charred bodies. They discover Phil partially scalped and babbling nonsensically as crows peck at his exposed brains. Horrified, Madison stabs Phil in the head and insists they leave. Before the militiamen can move, a Native American man named Walker confronts them with his soldiers. He declares that they attacked the outpost to take back the land that rightfully belongs to his people. Walker orders Troy's soldiers to put down their weapons and remove their boots. Troy's group complies after realizing they are surrounded by snipers. Walker warns them that if they don't abandon the Broke Jaw Ranch, they will all die. Uh, Jake takes Alicia to a lake and encourages her to find hope in poetry and art. He insists that there is still beauty in the world. Boy, not if he's mm-hmm. seen these last couple of scenes. Uh, <laughs> Daniel and Strand arrive at the hotel only to find uh, that the entrance is completely abandoned. Strand assumes that the hotel must have been taken by the dead. He warns Daniel not to go inside, but he insists they look for Ophelia. Uh, they enter the hotel, find the the lobby area covered in blood and death and and no living people essentially daniel rings Mm -hmm. the front bell bringing more walkers upon them and with the dead closing in daniel pressures strand to tell the truth about where ophelia is and strand finally admits that she left the hotel while he was still there the infected attacks strand and daniel drives off in the car leaving strand to fend for himself uh, Nick prov- uh, provides a candlelit picnic for Luciana inside of the burnt-out Russell home. He talks excitedly about rebuilding the house and how beautiful it could be, but Luciana does not care. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's nice. I'm still leaving. Uh, <laughs> Troy's group makes their way back to the ranch without their shoes and weapons. Madison insists they take a break, but Troy orders the men to keep walking when Madison challenges him. Troy pulls her aside and says she is not his mother. Madison speculates that Troy's mother must have hated him. As Troy reels from her words, Madison asks the team if they want to rest. Everyone raises their hands. Troy begrudgingly Mm -hmm. allows them to rest until dawn. Uh, Madison wakes up in the middle of the night, only to find Troy on top of her holding a knife to her neck. She urges him to be a better man. He relents and withdraws the knife. Uh, Nick wakes up to find Luciana gone. The militia trudges down the road with bloody feet towards the ranch. Luciana is making her way to the border. Alicia jumps into a lake, allowing herself to feel a rush that does not come from killing. And then Otto Mm -hmm. joins Nick at Russell's house and gives him the revolver. He says that if Nick finishes rebuilding the house, he can live there. Okay, that's a lot uh, yeah. that's, that's saying a lot for what really didn't feel like a lot that happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. But there is a mm-hmm. lot of words to describe it here. Uh, what did you make of yeah. this week's episode? This show keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I love this episode so much. I spent, I think, like 90% of this episode with my hands covering my face. Yeah. Because it just kept going and going and going. And there was no time to like relax i felt tense the whole time yeah there i mean they did a really gross scene last week with daniel's leg yeah somehow i feel like 
the bit with Phil was even mm-hmm. worse. Like it wasn't. Yeah. I, I wasn't even that bothered. I mean, it was really creepy that a crow was pecking at his exposed brain. Yes. And he just kept repeating the same things over and over and over again. Like that was kind of creepy and a little gross, but like the way Madison softly. He was insane. Giant blade into his brain and like just yes. the sound. Mm-hmm. And when she pulled it out, it was all flappy and gross. I was just like, ugh. again i've seen so many gross things happen on this show to zombies that just don't hit me the same way that they happen with people and uh, they find new and disgusting ways i feel like now it's like doing things really slowly is what is what's doing it yeah yeah and you know she also was a stone cold Oh, like, yeah, no reaction up. whatsoever, which made it even creepier. <laughs> yeah, she just walked up to him and... <laughs> yes. Finished Phil off. Uh, yeah. So there was somebody who kind of drowned in flames, sort of, although Russell and Martha were already dead before they could uh, drown in these flames. Mm-hmm. And I presume the burning in water is in, in reference to Alicia. Yeah. Who is just looking to find some sort of meaning in all of this, which I feel mm-hmm. like was her motivating factor behind all of this. That's why she just slept with Jake. Mm-hmm. That's why she went and smoked weed with those kids. Yeah. I feel like she's just trying to find some sort of meaning. And I would would you wager to guess that after sleeping with Jake, she still had not found that meaning yet because she gave him that speech about, I don't care about art, I don't care about books, yeah. I don't care about poetry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's just finding a thrill, which mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I mean, you know, I can understand where she's coming from, but she's in the apocalypse. There's enough thrill going around. Right? <laughs> isn't, the, isn't like the thrill that you could be eaten by undead humans at any yes. point like thrilling? Yeah. But I'll, I, I would be on edge the whole time. <laughs> I mean, they are three seasons in. Maybe it's just lost its fun now. It's just become part of everyday life. Like they're like mosquitoes yeah. now. Like uh. I mean, I can, I can see that, you know, you see people dying all the time around you. And it's like, you know, you don't see a, a way to end yeah. this whole thing. So I can see where she's coming from. But um, I don't know. I, I would be on edge the whole time. <laughs> um, so there, uh, your theory from a couple of weeks back that Madison's behavior and mm-hmm. Nick's behavior around Troy were being done to gain Troy's trust. Yeah. And I believe Madison all but confirmed that in this episode mm-hmm. when she had her talk with Nick before she went on the the ride with Troy and, and his men. And I feel yeah. like, you know, it's weird. I feel like Madison is, she sees weakness in Troy that she can manipulate to her advantage. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, no- but she's she's playing with fire, though. <laughs> yeah, well, she is. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a it's a it, but it, but there is a weakness that she can exploit to her advantage, which mm-hmm. seems like a negative trait. But Troy is also insane, so her manipulation yes. is trying to make him less insane. <laughs> yep. Or maybe she's just trying to control the insane. But um, yeah, I, I was watching this out. episode and I was thinking that if Carol from the walking dead was in this group she she troy would be dead yeah right like she would kill him immediately because she would see that he's a threat 
to too the big group. of a problem. Yeah. Nick, yeah. I mean, Nick has already tried a few times and everyone's yeah. stopped him, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you're right. She is definitely playing with fire and yeah. I presume this will lead to some sort of, um, backfire, I guess, to continue using words with fire in them. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what did you think of, you know, that scene where Troy has the knife to her throat? Mm-hmm. Um, after, after he backs away, there's another guy, uh, from the group that's watching he yeah. just saw what happened, and he yes. just does nothing. Yeah, he's just looking at her the whole time, and and I was like, "What is what is this about? Are, are they just all aware that this guy is a psychopath, and everybody's just looking the other way?" Yeah, I feel like I feel like that is the most plausible mm-hmm. uh, answer. Is like, oh, that's just Troy being Troy. Oh, look, he's, Troy's doing his Troy thing again. Jeez. And they're just like, this is just what Troy does to people. Uh, either that, I mean, the other the other option is far creepier, which is he's just a dude who gets off on this sort of thing. That that could be it, too. Yeah. And without the internet anymore, you know, yeah. he doesn't have <laughs> access to his favorite fetish website, which we're not judging, by the way. Everybody has their things. But yeah. He's also looking for a thrill, I guess. <laughs> he should hang out with Alicia. Yeah. Maybe they can work out a deal of some sort. Uh, I have no idea, but you're right. That was a little strange, right? Yeah, that was weird. And, you know, after that happened, I felt afraid for Madison. Like, she, she's the bravest woman I've ever seen. Because can yes. you imagine being in that situation where someone just put a knife through your throat and you just realize that everybody around you won't do they they won't do anything to to save you. Yeah. So that's very dangerous for her to be a situation for her to be in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so before we move on to uh, any final thoughts we might have and scores for the show, of course we have to talk about our friends at ThinkGeek, uh, who are kind enough to be sponsors for this program and are kind enough to provide us with a lovely link that you can use to pick yourself up some Walking Dead merchandise or any other geeky merchandise for that matter. There happens to be some new Walking Dead things that they have, uh, and they're really cute. They're like little vinyl figures. They're not like pop vinyls. They're more uh, proportioned, so there's no gigantor head on them, and they're Mm -hmm. not super short with anime eyes. Uh, but they're from Vinyl Idols. Uh, they have three of them. There is a Daryl Dixon, there is a Rick Grimes, and there is a Michonne. And they are only $4.99, and they're super cute looking. Although the Daryl one is kind of, I mean, <laughs> for Daryl, you know, Daryl's got like that rugged cuteness. He doesn't, although some of them, actually, Rick actually has deer in the headlights look on his face <laughs> a little bit. But it's it crazy is, Rick. Crazy it Rick. Is, it is Rick Grimes from season one because he's in his uh, his officer's uniform. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, all of that stuff. I mean, and there's tons more. They actually have uh, a whole section uh, that is like just zombies. So you can totally check that out if if uh, that's your thing. Uh, cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek or go to cinemageekly.com. Click the Think Geek link at the top of the page. Uh, etc, etc, you know the rest. Uh, So do you have any final thoughts on the episode this week? 
Um, I have two. One, uh, we need to talk about Daniel leaving Strand behind because um, I feel like Strand let that go for too long. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 the, the lie. Um, he had to wait until they got to the hotel to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a long time. I mean, just... <laughs> I felt like I felt like that's like your classic, uh, you know, just waiting to the last minute. I mean, it, that kind of feels like his character is kind of like that, though. If he gets back to a yeah. corner, he waits. Until the very last second, I think kind of always hoping or thinking that maybe some opportunity will present itself that will allow him to get out of whatever situation mm-hmm, he's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he just didn't find one here because yeah, I think he was D- expecting, Daniel's not one of those guys. Yeah, I think he was expecting for the people in the hotel to still be alive and maybe use that as, you know, as an excuse or, you know, yeah. use them somehow. But I, he, he wasn't expecting that everybody will be dead. That was a little hotel. bit of a, that was a little bit of a mystery. Cause there were a lot of people there. A lot of people. And yeah. he wasn't really gone that long and he came back and they're all dead. So there yeah. is a bit of a, uh, a what happened. Although yeah. I don't know, that sort of thing can spread really quick, but yeah, like I was saying, Daniel doesn't really leave a lot of loopholes open for uh for strand to jump through anyway mm-hmm. and uh I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen to him now because yeah. there's a situation where he's kind of like he he does tend to get out of everything mm-hmm. but boy is he like kind of just in like the the middle of a no-one situation here. yeah 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 and uh, he lost his car <laughs> yeah hey he got what he he got what he deserved he he did Yes. Normally, normally, there's always a way for him to get out of a situation. He mm-hmm. just did not find it in this particular case. Yep. Um, any, anything else? Um, yeah. Uh, the, the other thing I was going to mention is that I, you know, the fact that Luciana left, um, mm. I think it was the best decision for her because I yeah. thought she was being really selfish mm-hmm. with asking Nick to go with her. And she, at one point in the episode, she said something like, um, you're afraid to leave your family or something like that. And I was like, that's totally fine. Yeah. Like his family is there and you're asking him to leave them to go with you to find some people that you don't know if they're alive or not. That sounds really, really selfish. Um, so I'm glad that she left by herself. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of selfishness in this world. So. That's true. That's true. Everybody's selfish. Uh, well, I mean, you know, she did make it pretty clear from the get-go that she did not want to stick around. Yeah. And Nick wasn't really sure either. But so I, I'm presuming that's probably, I mean, probably not the last time we see her, but I don't think she's going to be a part of the main cast going forward, I don't think. Unless she she finds Ophelia and they both of them mm. pair up, be a good tag team. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, nope. she does have to show up eventually. Yeah, we're five episodes in, <laughs> and they've only just now started mentioning her name. So yeah, I presume at some point she will uh, she will show up. I don't even know if her name is listed in the main cast. I don't think it. No, it is. Oh, Her cast go. is part of the main cast, and she is five episodes, and she has not uh, appeared. Maybe they're gonna do something like uh, with Carol and her daughter that they find her like already turned 
Mm. And she comes out of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's old is new again. That's yeah. uh, that, that was, happened that like seven years ago. That was the in The Walking Dead, so it's okay if they that, try that to recreate really it. Hey, yeah. if you're going to borrow, borrow from the best, I suppose. Sure, sure. Uh, what would you give uh, episode five? I'll give it a 4.5. They they are Ooh. doing a really good job. Yeah, I give it a four. Um, a, a really good episode. They are mm-hmm. like five for five, I think, this season. So yeah. who would have thunk, considering yeah. the last few seasons mm-hmm. uh, have have kind of been okay, but not great. Um, and they've been they've been really good. And the ratings are pretty good. Yeah. For, for this season too, so they're doing like about two and a half million per episode, mm-hmm. I think, which is that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it's doing way better than than Better Call Saul is doing, which is kind of a shame because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a good show. But uh, that's like uh, that's good news for yeah. for Walking Dead stuff. Uh, and they're, I mean, I think they're even talking about because the main show I think is going to be running its course eventually you'd think mm-hmm. at some point i i just saw that um what's his name chandler riggs uh the kid who plays carl mm-hmm. just turned 21 <laughs> so the show's been on for a while yeah makes me um, feel old i remember him being much smaller uh yeah. when the show started so <sighs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, all right, so that is a wrap for this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com for the archives and for a listing of all the other shows we do. This one, like those shows, is available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead and hit subscribe. Like I said, that is it for this week. We will return next week with Season 3, Episode 6 of Fear the Walking Dead called Red Dirt. Red Dirt.